Welcome back to Cole America. I'm Chris Coleman, your favorite host ever to do this show. Yay! Nah, maybe not. Whatever. I'm the only one. So deal with it. Anyway, back here. It's around uh, 1.15 a.m. right now. Uh, Wednesday morning, Tuesday night just ended. We, uh, we had Dart League tonight, but unfortunately my team did not get to play. So, as we played on Saturday... Uh, we were, we're, we're too accommodating. That's always been my problem. I'm too nice. Uh, no. Do they deserve it? No. She just made them forfeit. No. Oh, you're not going to be there? Okay, 7 us. We'll take it. But, <laughs> but no, we rescheduled and played Saturday, and I was terrible. Terrible that night. Terrible. So, my bad team. Anyway. Other teams did play. The scores have all been put in. So I'm going to go through right now. Here's where the standings currently sit. Technically, there's only one week left, and it's in January. But there are two matches that will still need to be made up. They have until before those matches that week in January, anytime through the rest of this, to play them um, or forfeit them. Hmm. So here they are. Wheelhouse sitting on top with 102 points. Projectile Dysfunction from Hoppers is sitting there with 95. Third Dark Magic is sitting with 90. Dark McCometh have 85. Bia only 7 points behind them now with 78. Dark and Soul up to 6 with 72. Dark United in 7th with 70. That's why they give you 3 with 58. And holding that 8 spot and final playoff spot. Pork and Beans with 57. Uh, 4.5 men plus 1 Amy. 40. Short Shafts with Sticky Tips. 34. Shits and Giggles. 31. Bulls on Parade. 28. Now. Like I say, there's still another week to be played, but also projectile dysfunction still has to play third dark magic in a makeup game. And that's why they give you three plays four and a half men plus one Amy in a makeup game. So depending on the outcomes of those, you'll know where everything stands um, going into the final week. Wheelhouse, projectile, third dark magic, uh, City comfortably in the top three, especially with Projectile and Third Dark having a makeup game. Because even if that goes seven five either way, you know, then they're still they would both be sitting minimum five uh, a minimum ten points ahead of Dark McCummins. Dark McCummins sitting there seven point lead on Bia. Uh, Dart and Soul with a two-point lead over United. I don't like that. They jumped us this week. Uh, that's not good. But, okay. Hmm. We're sitting in seventh. Even if, uh, that's why they give you three. Take 12 off of four and a half men plus one Amy. It would tie us with 70. And we would still be in the playoffs. Uh, Pork and Beans has one match left. 
They're 13 points behind us. So, from Darts United up, we have clinched a place in the playoffs. So, my streak of never having missed the playoffs will continue. Uh, the stats for this week have not been put in. Currently, I'm leading the MVP. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that in there. Uh, currently, I'm, I'm sitting on top. But that's right now. Uh, like I say, the stats, and I was not good this past week, so things could change. Now, some of y'all probably did not tune in to hear me talk about T-Top Dark League. By the way, in Singles League, Hulse will play uh, Drew Rhodes for the final of Singles League. Uh, I was fortunate enough to see some of Hulse and Tui's semifinal. And Tui, get, Tui the, it was closer than the score shows. Tui had shots, and uh, Hulse made the most of his. But uh, that's what you expect from the two-time defending champ. Uh, Drew Rhodes and Will, great match. Drew was up 4-1. to one. Will came back tied at 4-4. Four to four. Then uh, Drew takes the lead 5-4. Will ties it up. The final game, Drew Rhodes gets it. Drew Rhodes to the finals yet again. So, I expect that to be an epic match of classic proportions. One of the few rarities in sports. A game that needs no hype, but will get it anyway. From me, Drew Rhodes against Hulse. Gonna be nice. Mm. Now, let's get on to some college football. Last week I made some mistakes. Now I'm gonna tell you, I overanalyzed some of the games. Look at it, who all was out of some of them. That first game, Ohio against uh, Georgia Southern. Initially, I was like, oh, Ohio, that's easy. You know, big points on that. And then I, I broke that game down. I saw the guys out for Ohio. And I was like, what? And, you know, Georgia Southern's quarterback, wow, they're at the Muddle Beach Bowl. He was MVP of the Muddle Beach Bowl when he played for Tulsa. He's been there. Oh, yeah, I'll take Georgia Southern. This, this is, look, you get Vegas as a favored. And what happens? That cloud throws four interceptions, or four turnovers, three interceptions and a fumble. He was the MVP for Ohio. Clown. Hmm. So we're going to try to keep it a little more simple and avoid those landfalls and pitfalls that we fall into every now and then. Look at this stuff like that. Uh, I actually had down here all the breakdown for Tuesday. I'll tell y'all last night. Uh, we closed at around 9, 9.30, and got done with everything about 10 o'clock. And I decided I was going to paint the floor here in the bar. It gets really scratched up with stuff a lot. And uh, so I decided to paint it, and then uh, I do the podcast. Well, I painted you know, part of it, and I was like, eh. I'll lay down on the couch, watch a little TV in here. And then I'll, then I'll get up and do the podcast. You know, paint the other half, the other part of the room, and uh, do the podcast, and, uh, you know, be, be good to go. And I fell asleep on the couch. <laughs> so when I woke up, it was just, eh, I ain't doing it. No, I'm going to bed. Going to, anyway, so that's where we're at. So I guess my lock of UTSA minus 10, y'all don't really care about they were 0-4 in bowls going into the night. Marshall, that is their seventh straight bowl. That Cole Pennington, uh, you know, out there starting. And you had uh, McCown 
from uh, UTSA. Yeah, UTSA fell down 14-0. And I was like, I ain't worried. UTSA 35. Marshall 17. Good day. Good game. Now. <coughs> oh, yeah. I don't feel well. I'm not 100% right now. Got a little sniffles. But we're dealing with it. Anyway, Syracuse against South Florida. This game's down in Boca Raton. Uh, you got Syracuse minus two and a half in this game. And uh, <laughs> Syracuse, yeah, they fired their coach. Uh, they got uh, Fran, Bob, uh, former the defensive back coach from Georgia, coming in to be the coach. He hasn't taken over yet. Um, this game, I, I'm trying to read some of my handwriting from yesterday, and if you know me at all, you know that's not the easiest thing to do. Uh, South Florida's one; they're dead last in FBS for yards allowed in a game. All right, but I don't know if Syracuse can take care of that, take advantage of that with the starting quarterback going to be out. They'll go with the redshirt freshman. And everything, so I don't know how much they'll be able to take advantage. I am taking Syracuse money line. I think Syracuse still wins this game, but give me South Florida plus the four points, bind it up to four. Now I'm gonna try and middle that because I think it will be a close game. I'm also going under a 56. Now uh, Syracuse is 12-3 and one against the spread. In their last 16. The spread's two and a half. In their last 16. Uh, USF is one and six against the spread in December games. Their last seven December games. Uh, on top of that, Syracuse 4-0-1 is a favorite. So, like I say, I'm taking a money line. Going to buy South Florida up some and try and middle it. But if I just have to pick, it's going to be Syracuse to cover. Because uh, I think they will. Um, next game I got on here, Central Florida against Georgia Tech. Central Florida is minus 4.5, over under 67.5. This game's down in Tampa. Um, Central Florida's 2-0 all time against them, by the way. Just for fun, as if that matters into this game. I expect lots of points in this game. Lots and lots of points. I'm going to take Georgia Tech plus the four and a half. Give me the over a 67 and a half. I think this is going to be one of the more fun bowl games to watch. Hmm. If you like back and forth scoring. Now, on Saturday, let's see. You got Duke against Troy. This game's in Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah, I'll be going up to Birmingham sometime this weekend. This is the first time my Christmas I'll be in Birmingham. Uh, yeah, I'm originally from Meridian, Mississippi. And uh, my parents recently relocated. They're up there in Vestavia. So I'll be going up there to visit with them. Um, Riley Leonard, the quarterback from Duke, he's gone. He's already going to be at Notre Dame. Uh, they have 10 players that are going to be out. Uh, Troy has like two that'll be out. Troy's 11 and two, won the Sun Belt. 
They're minus seven and a half in this game. You know I don't like seven and a half, but buying it down to six and a half and taking Troy is where I'm at. Uh, Vidal, the running back, he's had a he's averaged 118 yards a game each of the last five games. Um, I gotta, I, I I'm gonna make a bold prediction here. Duke's quarterback will be Mike Elko. No, I'm sorry. Mike Elko's the coach that left Duke. He went to a I'm an idiot. Uh, Grayson Loftus. Grayson Loftus will be the quarterback. Grayson Loftus has thrown at least one pick in three out of the, out of the four games that he's played. All right? The Troy defense has gotten a pick in five out of nine games this year. Bold prediction, Troy gets a minimum of one interception in this game. Minimum one. If the over-under is one and a half, I'm taking the over. All right? Troy's going to intercept the ball. Troy's going to win this game. They're going to cover the spread. Birmingham, baby. Birmingham Bowl. Arkansas State versus Northern Illinois. I don't know why people would leave early, by the way. Topped out of their bowl game. When you get to take, go to Birmingham, I mean, come on. Who don't want to go to Birmingham? <laughs> um, Arkansas State, Northern Illinois. Arkansas State minus two and a half. Uh, in this game, the over-under is 53 and a half. This is the Montgomery, Alabama. Where this ball will be. Oh, goodness. Y'all thought I was making fun of Birmingham. Mmm, Montgomery headed to the gump. Alright. Uh, Jalen Rainier took over as quarterback for Arkansas State uh, when they started out badly. He's gone 5-3 and three as a starter. He really turned them around this year. Got them to 7-5. And, five. and uh, you know, 5-3 and three as a starter, not bad. Uh, for the young kid over there at Arkansas State. The uh, Northern Illinois is going to run the ball. Give me the under in this game is my favorite play of it. But I'm going to take Arkansas State to cover the two and a half. Next game we got here, James Madison against Air Force. Now, Air Force was a darling for me for most of the season. But uh, they lost their last four games. Yeah, they were eight. No, they lost their last four straight. James Madison, they, uh, you got, uh, Signetti, uh, their head coach, he's leaving, he's taking the Indiana job, so he won't be there, the starting running back, uh, is also gone, he's in the portal, so he won't be there, this bowl game will be in Fort Worth, Texas, well, one thing I know about the Air Force, they're gonna come to play, right? Bowl games typically come down to who wants it more, and not many want it more than the service academies, especially Air Force. They typically do pretty well in bowls. Give me Air Force to, to not only cover the two and a half, to win this game outright, and the over of 41. Mm. Ba -ba -da -da. Air Force. Georgia State against Utah State. Georgia State hasn't won a game since October. All right. Utah State's minus three. The over-unders at 62. 
this is in Boise, the Boise, Idaho, Idaho Potato Bowl, whatever. Um, Utah State's playing better recently. I got to go. I mean, like I say, they Georgia State have one since October. I got to go Utah State minus the three here, and I'm going to take the over in this game. Uh, you got some talented offenses, and I think we'll see some points. So, Utah State in the over. The University of South Alabama. Congratulations, you have made it to a bowl, and you will play Eastern Michigan. And you get to travel all the way to Mobile, Alabama. All these are on Saturday, by the way. State of Alabama. Bowl games, they like, not Tuscaloosa. We can't host a bowl game. But Mobile and Montgomery can. That's all right. Next year, we'll host the playoff games. Hmm. Please. Please be number five. Anyway. Anywhere five through eight. It's cool. Anyway. South Alabama is a 16-and-a-half point favorite in this game. The over-under is 46-and-a-half. Uh, I don't like this line at all. I don't like the over-under at all. I'm, I'm going to go one star on the under, and I'm going to take – I'm going to recommend taking South Alabama money line. I think South Alabama wins this game. But 16-and-a-half? No, nah, give me the points. That's just too many for a bowl game. I'm going to take uh, Eastern Michigan to cover – USA to win. USA. USA. In Mobile. It's a home game. You got Utah against Northwestern. Man, you want to talk about two teams that have battled adversity. This should be the resilient bowl. Because that's what these two teams have been. Northwestern obviously had the problems with Coach Fitz early in the season. For all the hazing that probably wasn't that bad. But these kids are soft. And uh, you can't do anything to toughen them up because uh, they'll go crying and, you know, then people get fired. Uh, Utah, they've had a rash of injuries all year long. Utah has actually lost four straight bowl games. They're a six-and-a-half-point favorite here, all right? Over-unders at 42. But let me tell you something. They've lost four straight bowl games because they won the Pac-12 like the past two or three years. And so they've been playing in big-time bowl games against good teams from real conferences. Conferences that will still exist after this season. And that is why Utah has been losing their bowl games. This year, they, they're getting healthy. They'll be healthier. Um, I think that Utah wins and covers and give me the over 42. Hmm. Northwestern's just outclassed in this game. The season started with me taking a huge Utah win over Florida. And people were shocked at that. Looking back on it now, you're like, yeah, take anybody over Florida. <laughs> they didn't, yeah, Florida that's not in a bowl game. Anyway, Coastal Carolina against San Jose. Both teams seven and five. Um, Coastal's actually won five straight. I'm sorry. Northwestern have won five straight bowl games. Uh, Utah had lost four straight. Yeah, that was Northwestern that had won five straight. That was on my notes for them. But like I say, I write like a child. Anyway, um, <laughs> this is in Honolulu. Coastal Carolina, San Jose State. 
This is in Carolina. Uh, this is in Honolulu. How appropriate for Coastal Carolina on the Atlantic and San Jose on the Pacific to meet up in Hawaii. That just makes sense. So, um, San Jose is one six straight. They're an eleven point favorite in this game. The over under is at fifty four. I'm going to tell you, I like Coastal to cover. I like San Jose to win. And I like the under. I like the under in this game a little bit. Uh, both teams are going to bring a solid defense. And uh, I don't think it's going to be a very fun game in Hawaii. I think both teams will be enjoying Hawaii as if they've never seen the beach. You've been there. You've seen it. You live on it. Still going to get them. Offense has come out sluggish. I'm taking the points and the money line. Um, San Jose has won six straight uh, going into this. I do think they win. Bowling Green against Minnesota. Minnesota's minus three and a half in this. Look, Bowling Green, they won five out of their last six to get in here. Uh, Minnesota... They uh, they ain't played nobody, Paul. They're in the Big Ten. Oh, this game is in Detroit. Those of you going to Birmingham and Montgomery and Mobile, be like, "Woo, that's a pretty nice places." Now, is y'all heard Hawaii a minute ago? And y'all like, "Man, this is messed up. This is messed up." They're going to Hawaii. Yeah, these two teams are going to Detroit. So, Minnesota, congratulations. You get to go to Detroit. Bowling Green, you get to go to Detroit. No, thank you. Uh, Minnesota's a three and a half point favorite. The over under is 38 and a half. Give me Bowling Green in an upset special. They're not only going to cover, they're going to win this game outright. We are going under the 38 and a half because they're going to be busy. You know, not just watching what the defense is doing, but watching the crowd, watching everybody's hands. You're working security while you're in Detroit, son. Um, so you gotta you gotta be on your on your P's and Q's with everybody in the stadium. Dangerous place. <laughs> um, Texas State is playing Rice. because uh, it's in a bowl game. <clears throat> That's why. Three or four. What does that even say? Oh, uh, Texas State's a four and a half point favorite. The over is 60 and a half. Um, <clears throat> three out of the last four Texas State games have gone 61 or over. And so I'm very big on the over of this game. I'm going to go four stars on the over. I'm going to take Texas State to win this game and to cover as well. So there's that. Now, how about Kansas and UNLV? And where else would they be playing this but Phoenix? Does that make sense? Um, UNLV's lost the last two. Kansas, I think you'd know about. Uh, you know, they, they've held... Three of their of the last four teams they played to 21 points or less. And that's just playing good defense. 
The over-under is at 64 and a half. Even knowing that, I'm going to take – Man, I know UNLV also averages 34.3. I think the final score of this game is going to be 42 Kansas, 24 UNLV. I added those numbers together. It was higher than 61 and a half, so I'm taking the over of this game. Also, I added 12 and a half to UNLV, and that doesn't equal 42, so I'm taking Kansas to cover. And that's where we're at on that. Now, Thursday night NFL, you got uh, New Orleans against the Rams. The Rams are a four-point favorite. Over-under is 44 and a half. Really don't like this game a whole lot. Uh, I'm probably going to take the points with New Orleans. Uh, I like home teams on Thursday night, though. I really do. So this has been one I've been back and forth on a good bit. Uh, but I'm going to take New Orleans plus the points. And on Saturday, you got Cincinnati against Pittsburgh, and you got Buffalo against the Chargers. Give me Cincinnati to cover the two and a half against Pittsburgh, and Buffalo coming off that huge win against Dallas, just looking like a machine. Now you go to you go to LA to play the Chargers, eleven point favorite. Buffalo wins, but the Chargers cover. Watch this. They 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 haven't put them together back to back to back games here you know, like that all year. I don't think Buffalo is as hot as everybody's saying. I think they found matchup issues with Dallas, and they exploited them. And they did a great job of it. But that's just where I'm at for it. Um, I'll tell you what. I'm going to throw you one here. Uh, I'm going to throw you a little EPL action. How about that? Uh, Y'all want some EPL picks? Because I think that would be awesome to do right now. As soon as I can locate my other phone here. Uh, (laughs) That's... For some reason, on uh, T-Town Drunk League still. As if I just didn't know that this segment was coming up. Like I didn't have it written down on the sheet. Um, I'm going to give you all some EPL soccer. And I'm not going to worry about the FA Cup game tomorrow. I'll give you Thursday. You got Brighton and Hove against Crystal Palace. Uh, I'm going to take Brighton and Hove in this. They're plus 120 on the on the spread. You can take a pick of minus a half, minus 115. Either way. I like Brighton and Hope, but I like the under of two and a half in that game. On Friday, you got Sheffield United against Aston Villa. Aston Villa is minus 490. Uh, that's a big spread to lay. I like Aston Villa, but let's wait to get a goal line on that. If you get a minus a goal, goal and a half, I take it. But I am going under three and a half. The three, three and a half, I'm going to take the under. I think that you're going to see a 2-0 Aston Villa win in that. Manchester United. 6.30 a.m. Saturday. They are plus 170 against West Ham. Uh, plus 260 for the draw. And they certainly played for the draw last week, didn't they? It's a pick up on the uh, goal line. I'm taking United. I'm taking the over of 2.5-3. I think United gets this one done. Uh, Bournemouth against Nottingham Forest. Give me Bournemouth plus the 150. And give me the over in this game of 2.5. Uh, Everton against Tottenham. The Tottenham Hotspurs. Minus 125. I'll roll with Tottenham. I'll also take the over of three in that game. Newcastle against Luton Town. Luton Town had the tragedy in their last match where uh, their captain you know, fell out in the middle of the field. 
they ended up having to suspend the game, and uh, it'll be made up at a later date. They were tied one to one at the time it happened. They were playing Crystal Palace, but uh, I'm giving Newcastle minus one fifty five uh, on Saturday. I think they they win that. They bounce back from the PK loss in the FA Cup today. Sorry, Clay. I'm sorry. I, I know. And Clay texted me about it. I was like, dude, I had them plus a half goal for regulation and the under a two and a half. They covered everything. <laughs> I don't care that they lost yeah, and got put out in PKs. But I'm also not a Newcastle fan. So, sorry. Um, I did continue to text with him as I... I sent him a parlay I hit on Monday night that was all NBA 18s at the NBA. And he's like, man, Clay said, if somebody hates the NBA, they sure love you. And I was like, well, I'm just trying to pick who the uh, NBA guys are going to rig to win the game. Yeah, that's it's just guessing. And then today uh, I, I hit NHL, I hit an eight-teamer. Well, it became a seven-teamer with a push. But I uh, hit that for NHL first periods. So I did quit posting whenever I'll hit parlays because people that I know do not listen to this show started messaging me on Facebook. and Hey, send me some of these parlays. Send me your parlays. Well, listen to the show. They're on here. You know, basically, I can, I can tell you what to look for. I like the NBA playing the second halves. Second halves generally come back towards the game line and uh so i like playing a lot of nba second half nhl i like the first periods those overs are normally one and a half you know you can tie because they can be tied colorado and the blackhawks today they were tied two to two at the end of the first hit the first period over pushed on the on the abs all right let's move on blackhawks ended up winning that game three to two boom good day now, uh, Fulham and Burnley on Saturday morning. This is a game that I, I've had trouble with because Fulham is favored. There, uh, I like the over of two and a half, but I'm always hesitant to take Fulham. Uh, I'm gonna take them though. I'm gonna take them, but for like two stars. I'm not big on them. Then you got Arsenal against Liverpool, eleven thirty Saturday morning. Some of y'all need to get up early. Some of y'all will have been up for hours. No one will have been driving down Red Drew Avenue the right direction or wrong because, well, it's Saturday morning in Tuscaloosa during December. Most everybody's not here. Uh, Arsenal is plus 185. Liverpool is plus 140. The draw is plus 265. The over-under is two and a half, three. Um... Liverpool coming off that draw with United. Arsenal is Arsenal. I hate this game. I'll tell you what I'm going to do, though. I'm going to take the over. Okay? Two and a half, three. I'm taking the over. And I'm going to play the draw. What? Coleman, that thing had to be like two to two. Yep. And I'd be A-okay with it. So there's some EPL picks for you going forward. Um... As we move forward into this, uh, next week you'll obviously get more bowl games. I try to go far enough ahead. Uh, but then also we'll start looking at NFL, the playoff picture as it starts to clear up. They start looking at that. 
As people ask me all the time, all right, as of today, who would your Super Bowl picks be? I don't know. I don't know. Because I think it's pretty open. I think San Fran has to be your odds-on favorite in the NFC just because of the way they beat Philadelphia and Dallas. But it's all about being hot going into the playoffs, man. That's what it's all about. And the AFC, I think, is wide open. Because whether you're the Ravens or the Dolphins or Kansas City or Buffalo or whomever, there's so many good teams over there. If they're hot on that day, they can bounce you. And they will. So, But that's something we're going to get into. Uh, Nick Chuchester does ask me to remind you all that Harold Red Drew Avenue is a one-way. And Claymore said, so is Gene Stallings. Not a one-way streets around here. Pay attention. Um, <laughs> this is my time. I've got to go to get some sleep. Uh, it's Christmas break, and I'm not getting a break right now. Looking like I'm going to have about two days off of work. And that'll be my two days off this calendar year. So, I really, uh, I've got a, my, my New Year's resolution is going to involve more sleep. I can tell you that. But also the majority of our staffs out of town, I'll get my couple of days off and then we'll come back and we're going to hit it hard because 26, 27, 28, 29, all week long, we've got a lot of bowl games all day, all night. It's going to be awesome. And then you get into New Year's Eve. That's on a Sunday. Crap. Because normally that's my night. We close at 10. I go home. I get some sleep, catch up. Nope. Because it's New Year's Eve. We can be open until 2 a.m. Oh, okay. Well, that makes no sense. Why can it be only when New Year's Eve is on Sunday? Why wouldn't it be all the time if we could push it then? It makes no sense to me. Someone please explain. But, uh, I mean, I've never seen in my Bible where, yeah, okay, well, you don't have to, you know, because <laughs> the Alabama Blue Laws and everything, there were the reasons, and then, well, the church-going Christians of Alabama don't want us to be open on Sunday. Alright, well, we're open on Sunday. But we just can't stay open all night. After service is out. That makes no sense. So we can just come here during church? I don't know. It's confusing. It's it's a conundrum. But anyway, we're allowed to be open until 2. And then, oh, what's the next day? New Year's Day? Well, that's a Bama football game. So you know that's all day and night. Plus, at some point, I'll be moving into a new apartment on January 1st. Probably be January 2nd, just to be honest. Because let's look at that day and know I'm going to be busy. Staff it in town. I don't know when a lot of them get back because they haven't replied to my text. I'm going to take it that if they don't reply by the end of this week, that they quit. So we might be meeting some new people. I don't know. Uh, I've only had like 4 out of 20 reply to me so far telling me when they'd be back in town to send me their class schedules I asked for. The rest of them are just like, I'm on break, dude. I'll answer you when I feel like it. All right. Well, look at that job hunt. <laughs> I, I They'll all get to me, but I know they will. Anyway, all right, that is my time. As always, I'll leave you with this. Shoot to score. Play to win. And when you get married, 
make for damn sure that you are the ugly one. I'm Chris Cole.